Welcome to Conversations, where we talk about life, love, purpose, and leadership, all from a faith-based perspective. I'm your host, Kiani B. And today, this episode, we're talking about rejection with identity and purpose. Rejection with identity and purpose. Now, if you've been paying attention, it seems like it's been surround sound throughout the body of Christ that we've been talking about identity a lot, especially the past few weeks. And I thought to myself, you know, God, what exactly is it that you're saying? And I believe what the Lord was saying was that it's imperative that in this hour, that in this season, we know exactly who we are in him. We are not mistaken. We are not confused about who we are, whose we are, and what he's called us to do and to be. So I think that it is imperative in this hour, very, very important, that we are keen, paying attention, and that our ears are open to hear what the Lord is saying about identity in this season because he's trying to align us and position us now for me personally i experienced a lot of pain in my most impressionable years of life i endured various types of abuse from teen years through to my young adulthood what it did was it began to mold me how i thought how i saw myself how i viewed others and even what i expected out of life My voice was stolen from me. And when I was violated through several situations in my upbringing, I began to think that this is just who I am. I began to identify with the assault that I experienced. It opened the door to many strongholds in my life, so many toxic perspectives. And then I just transitioned to a place where, you know what, I'm just trying to survive. I'm just trying to get by. As I got older, My life was lived in survival mode. I was just existing from day to day. I did the bare minimum in order to make it. It is in this place where you dwell that it's almost impossible to dream dreams, to have aspirations or motivation to do anything that is not mandatory. Does that sound familiar? You know, functional depression became my normal. And I faithfully went to work and to school every day as if everything was fine. I was walking around with a huge hole in my heart. And those that didn't even stop to pay attention didn't even realize. What I was lacking was the revelation of purpose and who I was. Many things happened in my life from birth to cause me to form an identity in in rejection. From the womb and all throughout my life, I was placed in a position where I was mishandled and suffered mistreatment, like many of us have, right? I began to think that this was just who I was, just hurt and rejected, never fitting in. I tried to stay in my own lane. I tried not to rock the boat, and I barely spoke up for myself in fear of being abandoned. Because situations in my past showed me that when you speak up against the system, when you speak truth, against a strong man, when you speak truth against a culture that's an error, there are severe consequences that follow, aka being cut off, aka abandoned. Not knowing who you are will cause you to identify with a lie. You will believe a false narrative and consequently come into alignment with that. 
It is the enemy's ultimate goal to make sure that you do not come into the knowledge and revelation of being a son of God. Now, there are two major attacks on our identity. Two major attacks on our identity. Number one is rejection. And why is that rejection? Because if you never feel accepted, then you will never really feel loved. If you never really feel loved, you will not feel supported and safe. If you don't feel supported and safe, you will not maximize your potential and you will live average. If you live average, when people excel, you will feel jealous because it was them and it was not you. If you feel like that's not fair in those situations saying, how come it's them and it's not me, then you can never properly relate to people and or communicate with them. If you don't properly relate and communicate with people, you will damage relationships and you will ultimately ostracize yourself. If you ostracize yourself, you will begin to isolate yourself. And when you isolate yourself, the enemy is there waiting to take you out, waiting for an opportune moment in time to take you out. Let me make this clear. If you are kingdom, you cannot be average or mediocre. This is a direct oxymoron of kingdom. We are children of the king, the king of kings, the Lord of lords, the most high God. We flow in excellence and in order. Okay. The second major attack on identity is fear. And why is this? It's because if you're scared, you'll be apprehensive. You'll procrastinate. You'll settle. You'll make unsobering, emotional-based decisions. You'll operate outside of your grace You won't be able to discern clearly. You'll approach life by how you feel internally. It is the enemy's job to make sure that you do not know who you are. To make sure of that. And knowing who you are breeds a confidence and an assurity in Christ. And in all things that he says is so about you. It brings you into power and dominion so you can walk through life with intentionality and authority. It is important to know that we are sons and daughters of the Most High God and be comfortable in that and live in that truth. It is important to always do a self-awareness check. Periodically, ask yourself these questions and check yourself to see where you are. Check your pulse, check your temperature. These four little questions help a lot and just keep up with this and be accountable to it. The first question is, where did I come from? You know, this is kind of evaluating, you know, what led up into where you are at this point. Where did you come from? You know, you can consider your upbringing. You can consider situations and circumstances, how far you've come, levels that you've overcome and hurdle. Where did you come from? Right. Then your next question is, where am I now? Where are you right now in this place? Currently check your pulse. Where are you right now? The next question is, where do you want to be? Are you where you want to be? And that's probably a no for all of us. Are we exactly where we want to be? Probably not. And then the last question is, how do I get there where I want to be from here where I am now? Okay, then you begin to plan from that place. You begin to strategize from that place. But it's important for you to ask yourself those questions, even journal it, write it down, document it. So you can begin to plan to move forward and to make sure that you're in movement and that you're in alignment and purpose for what you've been called to do and what you're supposed to do. There's this old saying that says, if you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. Right. Right. 
And the truth is knowing what you stand for as far as your values, your morals, your beliefs, that determines what you do and how you do it. It determines kind of like where you're going, almost governs the roadmap. And also, it's also important when you're doing all of this to determine your morals, your values and your beliefs, make sure you incorporate the word of God, making the word of God your final authority. It is important to be clear of what purpose is. But you know what? The truth is, is that you can't know purpose in its fullness without knowing who the Lord is the creator of purpose, the master of purpose, our creative maker, our designer. It is who we are in him that gives us full awareness, life fulfillment, and it gives purpose meaning. Knowing your purpose in life directly refutes and combats the power of rejection. I've learned this personally myself as of the past few months. You can't dwell in rejection and purpose at the same time. It literally requires the same energy. These things are opposing forces. When I began to know the reason why I was born, why my life has so much hardship, why certain roads I had to travel, why so many tears, then rejection began to lose its grip in my life. I realized it was not in vain but it was all for glory and that it crushed a strength and an oil out of me that needed to get out. That same pain that I experienced in healed form is my actual ministry today. Things have not been perfect and I have endured grave hardship and sacrifice throughout my life like I'm sure many of you have. But what is clear is that I have purpose I live in purpose. I know my truth and I'm in full agreement with God's blueprint and plans for my life in purpose. So let me pray for you guys, because in this season, it has to be made clear in this season. We must be intimately and divinely connected to the Lord and we must be walking out purpose we must rest in it that's the only way that we can be assured that we make it to destiny our god-given destiny so god i thank you for every listener and god i pray right now father that you would begin to invade their space holy spirit we thank you that you have a purpose and plan for our life and we thank you oh god for your sovereign generosity and your grace that's extended toward us when we've done our own thing when we've made twists and turns oh god that did not align with what you have for us god but your mercy and your grace brought us back father god to you bring us back to your heart god we pray father that we come into agreement with all that you've planned god we pray oh god that we come into agreement with the blueprint for our lives father the lives of our households our children our loved ones god we say that we surrender to you and say god that we trust you that you make no mistakes and god the purpose that you have for us is yes and amen 
God, we say yes to the purpose. We say yes to your will. We say yes to your way. We say, God, it's whatever that you want to do. It is your will, God, not ours. And we trust you in that. Now, Father, I pray, oh God, for blessings for each and every one. I pray, oh God, that you show them, oh God, how to reach purpose, how to live in purpose, God, how to rest in that place. God, show us how to rest in this season. God, show us how to um, divinely, Father God, sit at the throne, Father God, of your feet and listen for instruction. Give us patience, oh God, to hear from you in this season, in this hour where we need direction, where we need confirmation from you, Father. So God, I thank you for purpose. And I pray right now, Father, that those would feel that feel rejected, God, that we break the powers of rejection off of your sons and daughters. We rebuke and bind the spirit of rejection off of their minds, off their hearts in Jesus name. And we declare the love of God lavish them right where we are, right there, right there where they are. Father, let the love of God lavish them, keep them, protect them and uphold them. Father, let them live in purpose and power in Jesus name. Amen. Oh.